You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hey everyone, this is Connie and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. Thank you for tuning into the show today and being here with me. I am super excited to be on the podcast today. I have so much that I want to share with you and so many big and beautiful conversations to dive into and I always love when I get this hit of inspiration to come onto the podcast and talk with you. I know at the moment these episodes are a little few and far in between, so I appreciate your patience with me, I appreciate your ongoing support, but when I get the feeling that there's something to share, I love nothing more than coming on here and sharing it with you. So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation with you today. So today what I want to dive into is an exploration around our inner feminine and masculine energies. And balancing these energies within ourselves is something that over the past few years I have come to learn is incredibly important for all of us, for both men and women, because we all hold these energies within us, these energies of masculine and feminine. And the way that I'm going to be having this conversation today is is primarily for the women out there, (laughs) primarily for the women who are like me, who have perhaps spent too many years feeling connected to and embodied in their masculine rather than their feminine, that their masculine has become the dominant energy and driving force with how they operate, and that they feel like they've lost connection and touch with uh, their feminine energy. And today I feel to dive into this because this relates so much to what I've been exploring in my life over the past few months and I'll share with you a little about what has been unfolding for me. Um, So I'm going to dive into a bit around my personal experience around this and I also want to share a lot of tips and practices around what I've been doing to help me balance out these energies because exploring these two energies within me has been an absolutely game-changing practice for me. Coming deeper into embodying and connecting with my own feminine has honestly been transforming me as a woman over the past couple of months and people have been saying they're seeing such a shift in me through the work that I'm doing in this area. And so on top of that as well, what I want to cover in this episode is a little bit of guidance around the energy themes of April and May. That's something that I'm going to cover towards the end of the episode, because uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I do pick up on energy themes for what we as a collective are working through at different periods of time. And I got some beautiful guidance around April and May that I'm going to be sharing with you, particularly a big chunk of channeled guidance about the energy of May, which I will share with you right at the end of the episode. So there's a lot to cover today and a lot that I want to dive into and uh, I hope you really enjoy this conversation today. So let me start with why it is that I feel so inspired and moved to talk about this with you. Um, You know, if you follow my work, if you follow my journey, you would notice that I've been pretty quiet this year in terms of what I've been outputting and sharing. Um, There hasn't been a consistent steady stream of social media posts or podcasts. And I haven't really been showing up in the same way to share my own personal journey and processes and insights in the way that I normally would over the past few years in the way that I I typically have been. 
And I want to talk about this because I ended up writing a post about it on Instagram. And if you don't follow me uh, or if you do and you haven't seen the post, you can go to Connie underscore Chapman. That's my Instagram handle. And when I shared on there around what I have been working through these past few months, it actually blew me away how many people resonated with what I've been moving through and with what I shared. And it made me realize it's not just me. This isn't just a personal process that I'm moving through. Many people particularly the women out there, are feeling a shift at the moment and they are moving through a similar process to me around wanting to change the way they're living and the energy they're operating in and what's driving them. So for any of you who are perhaps new to my work or you don't know my journey, I have been working in this space as a life coach and running a full-time business for over six years now. I'm coming up to seven years this year. And before that, I was uh, in training for a year. So I was studying for a year, working full time, running a part time business. So, you know, I'm coming up to eight years of solid hard work. I am a Taurus. So when I work, I really, really work and I'm really passionate about what I do. And I tend to throw all of myself into what I do. And so these past eight years have been a big period of of work for me, sometimes running myself into the ground, not taking holidays, putting myself last, pumping myself with caffeine so that I can output, working into the night, working early in the morning, and in all honesty, at times destroying my health, destroying my well-being and destroying some of my personal relationships both friendships and intimate relationships in the pursuit of my goals. And I I made a really clear decision to myself at the end of last year, this, this shift happened for me around December, that I was done. I was just done with this way of living and operating. I was done with pushing myself so much, of being so focused on my achievements, on work, and I needed more balance. I wanted to dedicate more energy to uh, my feminine, more more focus on my feminine, to other things like love, connection, relationship, play, joy, travel, adventure, so many other aspects of my life and myself that had been so neglected through setting up this business. So like I said, I just reached this point where I felt like I was done with that. I was tired of pushing and forcing and hustling. I was tired of neglecting my body's cries for rest and play and love. And I realized that I needed to take a step back. And so that's what I've been doing over these past few months. And these past few months have seen me nurturing myself back to strength, to happiness and to wellness, not through trying to find that outside of myself, through working more and making more money and getting more clients, but through actually releasing all of that altogether and looking in at my relationship with myself and nurturing some other areas of my life. And I can honestly say that I'm feeling full and whole for the first time in years. And this has really meant pulling my energy a lot out of the external and bringing it back into myself. I feel like new things are awakening in me. So much is shifting in me and my feminine is awakening. I feel so much more connected to my sensuality, my pleasure, my joy, my beauty, my worth, what makes me happy, my own feelings, my own emotions. It's it's really beautiful. And I realized that running this business was really pulling me into my masculine energy and had so often forced me to live in my masculine energy in order to provide for myself and get the results that I wanted and achieve what I wanted. And 
I'm sure that many women out there who work in the corporate space can probably relate to this. You just simply feel like you have to get into your masculine to get done what you need to do. Perhaps it's even to run your family, to be the parent you need to be, to juggle everything you're trying to do. And that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with us accessing our masculine energy when we need to. But the problem becomes when we're spending way too much time in that energy. It starts to become a real dominant force for us. And we actually don't know how to shift out of that energy and come back into connection with our feminine. And that was definitely going on for me. So let's talk about balancing our inner feminine and masculine. And I think the beginning point for doing this is understanding these energies, understanding what these energies feel like in you, understanding how you connect with them and embody them, the different roles that they play, the different purposes that they have, how each of them feel to you and what you learned about each of these energies as well. And I think everyone will define and describe these energies in different ways. I don't think we can come up with set definitions. I think it's really a journey of exploring what it means to you. But what it means to me, let me share my experience of it. My masculine, my inner masculine, and understand we all have access to inner masculine and inner feminine. We're not just purely one thing. And each of these energies are things that we can consciously be drawing on to support us. Uh, in our lives but my masculine really helps me get stuff done that energy is outcome focused action orientated it focuses on achievement outcomes goals strategy and logic it helps me create structure in my life it helps me get grounded it helps me make stuff happen to lead and initiate things in my business, to make decisions, to focus my energy towards an end goal, to have the discipline and the perseverance to keep going, the the stamina to push through to my destination. And at times, it supports me to actually disconnect from my emotions, not be so emotional about everything, and just kind of get on with it. You know, it can be a really useful energy. And I think it's important for us as women not to judge ourselves for being in our masculine, for drawing on our masculine and not judging that energy as being a bad thing. It's not at all. It's just about bringing these energies into balance. That's really all it's about. And judging one of these energies as better or worse than the other is not going to support you with creating harmony between them. My feminine for me, she softens me. She helps me slow down, open, receive, surrender. She is the part of me that is guided by pleasure, that is guided by her feelings, by what feels good. She's guided by joy, rest, relaxation, self-love, being nurtured, being nourished. She's very heart-driven. My feminine has a lot of love. (laughs) She's a big loving energy. She's compassionate. She's generous. She's kind. But at the same time, my feminine is fierce and she is powerful and she is strong and she will stand up for herself and she'll protect herself and she'll do what she needs to do to look after that beautiful, sensitive side of her. And this is something that I love about the feminine. She has so many flavors and so many different expressions and this wide range of variety of energies that she can be. When you're in your feminine, you're not just one thing. And you will access many different types of feminine energy based on what you're needing and where you're at. 
my masculine to me is more linear, more simple, more just makes more sense. It's kind of some quite um, only a couple of variations of the energy, whereas my feminine is this chaotic, ever-changing, cyclical, wild, amazing being. And understand that being a woman without our masculine, we'd just be floating everywhere. If you've ever had any time of being um, purely in your feminine, you don't really get much done. You know, you just want to do what feels good. And we need our masculine. It helps us get grounded and focused and move forward. So both of these energies are really beautiful. If you're someone that is really in your feminine at the moment and you're struggling to actually get stuff done and get grounded and move forward, maybe you need to work on nurturing your masculine and finding some healthy ways to bring in your masculine. Or if you're the opposite, like I had been and your masculine's dominating too much, then the work is around, okay, how do I reconnect with my feminine and nurture her and increase the percentage of time I'm in her energy? So this is about exploring what does feminine energy mean to you? How do you like to express your feminine? What connects you with your feminine? And then doing the same for your masculine. What does that mean to you? How do you like to draw on that energy and connect with it? How has it served you and supported you? Um, There's a lot of ways that having systems, structure, goals, things to focus on has really helped me move forward with my creative feminine work in the world. But for most of us as women, the issue is that we are too connected to our masculine. So this is why I'm doing all this work at the moment around how do we awaken and nurture and reconnect with our feminine? Because for a lot of us, that part of us has been neglected and we even find it hard to unwind from our masculine to access our feminine or we feel guilt that we're not being productive, which kind of brings me to this question that so many people ask me. This is like the key thing that comes up when I support people to come into their feminine more and they say, how on earth will I still be productive while I'm in my feminine? How will I still get everything done? I have a life full of commitments and demands. I'm, I've got a family. I've got a job. I can't just sit in my feminine and say, I don't feel like it today. <laughs> so let me just offer a couple of things around that that will support you if your mind is kind of like, Connie, this sounds beautiful, you know, great for you, you're running your own business. How do I do this with my life the way that it is? First of all, I just want to say there are definitely times that we need to be in our masculine and where stuff just needs to get done. There are absolutely those times and there's nothing wrong with that. We have our masculine as an energy to draw on for a reason. It can be really, really supportive. So there's nothing wrong with sometimes just really needing to draw on that energy to get focused and get stuff done and just show up and do it. We just need to make sure that I find particularly if you're if this is quite a work focused thing for you during the day, that outside of that in the mornings and in the evenings and on the weekends, you have ways that you can nurture yourself again, rest, recharge, indulge in some pleasure, take care of yourself tune into yourself, replenish your inner reserves, take care of your emotions, just give yourself all the good, all the good stuff that you need. Um, It's just making sure that we balance the energies out. So there's nothing wrong with sometimes just really having to get stuff done. And maybe a lot of the time, that's the way that it's like for you. 
The other thing I like to keep in mind is that you can still integrate your feminine in while you're having to show up in your masculine. And this is usually where I begin with women is, you know, for example, if you have a desk, you know, I have a desk that I'm even recording this podcast at. When you're working, you can still be bringing in beautiful, sensual things that make you feel feminine, whether it's nice, beautiful music, whether it's lighting some candles if you work from home nibbling on some chocolate, sipping on some beautiful herbal tea or cacao and coconut milk, putting some flowers on your desk, uh, having a vision board of beautiful images, diffusing something floral, whether it is uh, some essential oils that are really floral, surrounding yourself in crystals or other beautiful things that inspire you, wearing your hair in a way or wearing clothes that make you feel soft, that make you feel feminine. Um, there are ways that you can start to bring it in, you know, really staying as well in your body while you're working is important. I teach women a lot around just breathing into your belly, getting your feet grounded on the floor and actually staying connected to your body. Because what happens when we get too much into the masculine, too much into achieving, we're just right up in our head and we actually begin to ignore our body, our feelings, our emotions, and we really disconnect. So even while you're working, if you can be taking regular breaks to come back into your body, plant your feet on the ground, take a few deep belly breaths, spray yourself with some rose uh, face mist, sniff some essential oil, play a beautiful song and go for a walk around the block, sip on some herbal tea and just stare out the window and do nothing for five minutes. Go into the bathroom and just check in with yourself if you're at work and just take some breaths into your body and just see how you're feeling. I encourage women often to just be asking themselves, how am I feeling right now? Because the biggest issue is we are disconnecting from our bodies in the pursuit of what we're achieving. The other thing is that you can still be doing things and working and be in a flow and be in momentum without pushing. We get into that unhealthy masculine when we're forcing, controlling, pushing and rushing. You can just slow everything down a little bit and still be incredibly productive. You can be more present, more in tune with your body, more in tune with your feelings, experiencing joy and pleasure as you are achieving everything you're achieving. If you run a household and have to spend the day doing all the things around the house, play some beautiful music, put on maybe some lingerie if you want to, and dance around the house and have fun with it. We can bring that energy of pleasure and joy and the playful feminine into anything. So really think about that. Another thing to keep in mind is that, yes, sometimes following your feminine will mean that you aren't being productive. And that's something that you'll have to work through. And that's just how it is. You might sometimes need to say no, miss deadlines, take a day off, drop down to part-time work, make less money, lose clients, um, carve out a whole weekend where you don't have any social commitments. You might need to make some sacrifices in, in order to honor your feminine. That's definitely what I've been doing over the past few months. There's a lot of sacrifices I've had to make. I've had to forego money, clients, opportunities, um, the external validation and success of my business in order to really honor my feminine. And yes, sometimes that is absolutely part of it. And it's about making peace with that and no longer basing your worth on what you achieve, on who you're being for other people, on external markers, but actually deciding to honor yourself first and foremost above everything. And the other thing I want to mention here is that actually your feminine is this incredible creative fire and she has a lot of passion. 
she has a lot of energy. And when you tap into the feminine in terms of a desire that she has, something that she's passionate about, something she wants to create, she will have endless energy to work towards that. It is a myth that the feminine isn't productive and that she's just airy, fairy and floaty. If you've ever created something, worked on something, whether it's a a creative project or a piece of writing or something that you're passionate about, you will know that feeling of the feminine creative fire. I know it. I sit down and she just is on fire when she wants to birth something. So we just have to trust her a little bit that when she asks for us to rest, we have to honor her and rest. When she says to us, okay, I'm ready now to create, then we honor her and we create. So it's just important to to remember that the feminine is fueled by the heart. And when you are tapped into something that you are incredibly passionate about and your heart is driving you, she will be so productive. She will create and achieve so much, but she's doing it from a place of love and passion. And that's what's often missing is that we have to get into our masculine because we're forcing ourselves to do things that don't light us up. When you're doing what you love and when you're doing what your inner feminine is inspiring you and telling you to do, you don't have to get motivated. You don't have to force yourself. You are inspired from within. So let me share now a couple of things. Actually, I've got a bit of a list, probably eight to 10 things that I've been doing uh, to really support me with activating my feminine, awakening my feminine and balancing out my masculine. One of the first was I began exploring what feminine meant to me, what my feminine energy meant and really thinking about what aspects of my feminine are not being nurtured and expressed at the moment. And one of the, the, I mean, there's a lot of them, but one of the key ones was my sensuality and my sexuality. I'll talk about that in a minute, but that was one aspect of my feminine that was being neglected, particularly last year. I just wasn't paying attention to investing energy as much in, in nurturing that part of myself. Other parts have been my vulnerability, my emotion, uh, my creativity. There's so many different parts to the feminine, but it is beautiful to think about what does the feminine mean to you? What parts of your feminine do you want to give energy to? Do you want to nurture? And I think that's a beginning point was actually prioritizing my feminine, prioritizing, exploring her, getting to know her and thinking about how I wanted to nurture her and express different parts of her. The second thing is about, for me, I've been exploring my feminine in relationship to the masculine because I found myself at the end of last year coming into meeting a beautiful man that I've been able to explore a lot of this stuff with over the past four months. And it has been a beautiful learning ground for me, not just to explore my own feminine within myself and my own feminine within relationship to my own inner masculine, but now externally. How does my feminine relate to the external masculine, to this man that I have in my life? And this dynamic with him has really cracked me open. It has taken me so much deeper into this work. And it's really forced me into my feminine because you can't have a successful relationship when both the man and the woman are showing up in their masculine. (laughs) So it's been a really beautiful opportunity for me to surrender, practice vulnerability, learn how to flow, learn how to receive. It's been incredible. So I feel very grateful and blessed that I've had that opportunity and that I've manifested this opportunity to practice this, um, these energies. And whether you're in a relationship or not, who or whatever uh, dynamic you're in, you can still practice being aware of how your feminine relates to the masculine any masculine, someone that you work with, your brother, your your father, your partner, whoever it is, watch how you show up in your feminine in relationship to the masculine. 
and just begin to be aware of that. And every time you interact with the masculine, it's an opportunity to get to know your feminine in a deeper way and practice dropping in deeper to her. So that's something that's been incredible for me. The third thing that I've been working on, and this is very much related to this dynamic too, is surrender and releasing control. Not an easy one for me, but I have been learning how to let the masculine lead me, how to let him be in charge, how to let him make decisions, how to flow with him, how to surrender to him, how to let him have the control sometimes and allow myself to be in the unknown, knowing that he is in charge and he has a plan and he knows what he's doing. That has been massive work for me over the past few months. And I can't tell you how beautiful it is as a woman to be able to surrender and trust someone enough that you don't have to be in control all of the time. I think every woman is yearning for this feeling and I'm not perfect at it, but look for opportunities where if you have a masculine in your life that you trust, let him lead you, let him make decisions, let him come up with the plan, let him take charge of the situation, surrender to him, let him be the man. And I know as women, like, you know, I struggle with that. I don't want to be submissive and weak and powerless, but it's done so much for our dynamic when I have allowed that to happen. And it's been beautiful for me to practice surrender and flowing and not being in charge of everything. So that's been a big area of work for me too. I've also been practicing a lot of vulnerability. And as women, we have these gigantic loving hearts. We really, really do. And our gift, particularly with the masculine and our gift to the world in general, is our giant loving heart. It is our ability to feel love in our bodies and radiate it, radiate it through us. But so many of us have these gigantic walls around our hearts and we are shut down and we are self-protective and we are holding our energy in. We're not letting other people know our emotions, our true thoughts and feelings, what's going on for us. So I've been learning how to let my soft feminine heart be felt and seen. I've been learning how to be honest and vulnerable in expressing what I'm feeling, what I need, when I'm hurt, when I'm sad, when I'm angry. I've really dropped a lot of the masks around hiding my emotions. And that is a beautiful aspect of being the feminine. The feminine is this wild, expressive being, and she has the full range of emotion. And letting our emotions be free to be expressed, whether it's just within ourselves, for ourselves, with our friends or with our partners, is such an incredible part of accessing your feminine. If you are suppressing and hiding and denying and locking down and not expressing your emotions, you're in your masculine. You know, you're being that present, calm, linear, I'm in control, I'm in charge kind of energy. We need to let the emotions be set free to be in our feminine. As I mentioned earlier, I've been exploring my sexuality, my sensuality. I've been exploring Tantra, which has been amazing. Um, Self-pleasure, dance, movement. I went to some sensuality classes. I'm looking into doing pole dancing. I've been watching a lot of documentaries and just learning about these energies. And I'm truly realizing that if you want to get into feminine embodiment work, you can't skip over the piece around sensuality and sexuality. Uh, A lot of us feel disconnected from that area or disconnected from our bodies or like it's a bit taboo to talk about it. But I think it's a key part of exploring your feminine and it has been a beautiful thing that I've been exploring that has awakened some incredible energy in me. I've been working on changing my morning and evening routine. So my morning routine is now focused on movement. 
uh, rather than writing and journaling. I'm still writing sometimes, but I'll roll out my yoga mat, light some candles and move. I'll stretch and I'll dance and I'll feel and I'll just let energy move through me and I'll get into my body. And that has been incredible. Um, I've also stopped watching TV in the evenings and my evenings are now my nurture myself time. Um, baths, cooking, listening to music, reading, watching documentaries, just doing whatever feels good to me and not numbing out and avoiding and staying in my head. I've been prioritizing pleasure and joy and what feels good to me, which is why I haven't been working as much and pushing myself as much. I've been listening more to what I feel and what I want and what feels like joy. I'm not spending time with anyone that doesn't feel like joy to me. I'm not giving my energy to anything that doesn't feel like joy to me, that doesn't bring pleasure to my body and who I am as a woman. You know, on day one of my cycle, not too long ago, I had, I remember I had two baths in the day. I cried pretty much all day. I watched as many comedy shows on Netflix as I could. I ate hot chips and aioli and a whole block of chocolate. And, you know, I wouldn't recommend this all the time. But that was a deep day of surrender into my feminine. I achieved absolutely nothing, but my feminine felt so nourished through that full indulgent day of pleasure. And sometimes those types of things can be really beautiful for the feminine. I've also been working on finding my worth within. So I've really been detaching from this old model that has forced me to be focused on achievement for so long as a way of finding my worth. Any of us who grew up um, as women where we had a really dominant male figure in our lives, where it looked like the man in the family was the more powerful one, where we were praised as young girls for our achievements, we've probably set up a model of achieving and as a result feel more comfortable and more powerful in our masculine. For me, I've had to really learn how to find my worth in just who I am as a woman, who I am not in what I'm doing, not in my bank balance, not in my results, not in how I look, not in any of that stuff. And that's just come through me really tuning into myself and working on my relationship with myself. I am pleasing myself over pleasing others. I am focusing on feeling good rather than getting some external result. And it's been really beautiful for me. Big hard work, but really beautiful. <laughs> And the final little thing as well, I mean, there's so much more I've been doing, but the final one I want to mention is that I'm just listening to my body more as well. As women, we have incredible body wisdom. Our body's always communicating to us and we have a connection with our body that I don't believe men get to experience. It's very different for women. So I'm becoming much more in tune now with my feelings and my energy and really paying attention, as I said, to what feels good rather than thinking about things. I'm asking, how would this feel? How does this feel to my body? Would this feel good? Do I feel to do this? I'm honoring myself. I'm honoring my energy. I'm implementing boundaries. I'm investing more in the parts of my life that nourish me, uh, like relationship rather than just work that has oftentimes depleted me. So that is a bit of an overview of what I've been working through and exploring within myself over the past few months. And I really just wanted to share some of these key practices that have really been supporting me. And I hope they're serving as really helpful starting points for you as well. I am still a work in progress around this feminine embodiment work, but I'm so passionate about this work at the moment 
both within going deeper in myself around it and also supporting other women to go deeper into exploring their own feminine and create a different way of living their life. So this actually leads me on to some exciting new things that I want to share with you because the work I'm doing within myself is creating a shift in my work in the world. And if you have resonated so far with what I've shared in this episode, if you can relate to some of the things I've been struggling with, and if you feel inspired to create some changes in this area too, I have two new things that might support you to dive a little bit deeper. First of all, I'm hosting a free training this week on Thursday, the 16th of May, and it is called Awaken Your Feminine Energy and Intuition. This is for women who want to learn some principles and practices to help them embody and feel more connected to their feminine energy. Women who want to feel more connected to themselves, more loving of who they are and also more connected to their divine inner wisdom and intuition. Because I truly believe that as women, our intuition is one of our greatest gifts and our feelings and our body wisdom really help us connect with our feminine energy. So I'm running this training on Thursday, the 16th of May, and you can register at ConnieChapman.com slash free training. Come along and learn 10 powerful principles that I'm going to be sharing with you. And if you can't attend at the live time, still register because I will be sending out a replay to everyone who registers for the event. And the second exciting thing that I want to share is that I am opening up enrollments for a brand new course this week. This program is called Divine Femme and I have been working on this behind the scenes and it is now ready to share. Divine Femme is an eight-week journey for women around exploring self-love, our feminine energy and how to live in your divine power. In this course, I'll be covering topics such as embodiment and grounding, wholehearted self-love, boundaries, expressing your truth, embodying your authentic power, receiving, self-worth, magnetism and energy work, sensuality, pleasure and play. And we will go much deeper into this conversation around balancing your masculine and feminine. I started teaching some of these principles in my women's group coaching program that I was running over the past couple of months. And I have absolutely loved teaching this work and I've seen such beautiful shifts unfolding for the women that I wanted to dive deeper into this and bring it in a bigger way to reach more people. So I will be opening up enrollments for this eight week course on Thursday, the 16th of May. And you can actually go and find out more about it right now at ConnieChapman.com slash divine femme i have the information page up there for you have a read through see if it resonates see if it speaks to you and what you're wanting to work on and get support with at the moment i will be opening up an early bird discount for the first couple of days of enrollments so you may like to jump on that But I just feel so inspired to teach this work at the moment. I know that every time I teach something, I get to embody it and integrate it in an even deeper way. And I won't be teaching these principles as some expert who's sitting on a pedestal. I am very much a real woman doing this work in her own life. And I want to be supporting other women on the journey of doing this work as well. So if you'd love to spend the next eight weeks diving deeper into all of this beautiful work, go and find out about Divine Femme. I'm bringing together my six years of working one-on-one with women in my coaching practice and many years of doing this work personally in my own life as well. And I'm just so excited to dive into this. There's obviously a real shift that's happening in me that's now flowing into my work and I can't wait to see where this takes me and the group of women that I'm going to be supporting. All right, so this is shaping up to be a very big episode, but I hope you're enjoying it so far. Let me now just dive into 
the energy of April and May, particularly May. I've got a big channel piece to give you around the energy of May, and then I will wrap up this beautiful episode for you today. But I'm so far loving this conversation. I can't tell you how happy my heart is as I'm sitting here recording this for you. So through April, I was getting some guidance that uh, April was a month of new beginnings, and I did share a little bit about that uh, on my Instagram. But as we come into May, I was told May is a month of change. And this isn't a month of change where we're going to get these drastic, unexpected changes. It's not like that at all. What was shown to me was that through April, a lot of us got clarity. We got clarity uh, around our new beginnings, the new things that we want, what we want to start changing or creating. And May is a beautiful month to start implementing those changes because we are in an earth sign energy. We're in Taurus energy for a lot of May. So it's a beautiful time to begin to materialize and start creating what we've got clarity on through April. And the way Tauruses move, as I said, I'm a Taurus, the way we move is slow and steady. We don't rush. We don't just jump on in. We're cautious and we think things through. So it's okay if you move slowly with things through May, but this is about movement and change and beginning to set up some new things, beginning to build, create and materialize the new that you're wanting to see in your life. So perhaps you might like to reflect on What came through for you in April? What new insights did you have? What clarity did you you get? What ideas? What opened up? What did you see that you now wanted to step into? How can you start to now action this, materialize this, build on this, start to create this in May? And this is obviously very much what I'm going through. A lot of clarity came through in April for me. And now you're seeing a lot of new things begin to materialize and be birthed through May as a result of what came through in April. All right, so now let me give you this big channeled piece. It is a big chunk of channeled guidance. It's really beautiful. I hope you enjoy it. And I'm going to dive into that for you now. May is a month of change. April was when you felt the cataclysmic energy of new beginnings begin to whoosh through your life. There was a newness and a freshness to April. Maybe not in what you manifested with your eyes, but in what you felt within your body and your energy system. Many of you felt newness and new ideas begin to flow in and around the changes that you wanted to make. And so May begins this time of great change. May begins the process of creating change in the material plane. Being in the earthy sign of Taurus for much of this month, we can begin to build, create and materialize what we began seeing within our mind and feeling within our bodies in April. Things will begin to become tangible now. This month, things are unfolding slowly, slow signs and slow steps, but this month you will start to see more concrete changes in your material world. There is also a great cracking open that is happening now. Many of you may find this uncomfortable. You have been building, embodying and activating new energies within you since the year began. In April, you began to get clarity on how you wanted to bring it all out, how it needed to be expressed and created into something new. And in May, this process begins. But in order for this new to emerge, the old must be released. The old parts of you, the old layers of yourself and identity, which are covering and blocking this new energy must be released. So this month, you will simultaneously be shedding old parts of yourself while expressing and building the new parts of yourself into the material plane. 
each time another old layer cracks off you, there is space for a new part of you to emerge. Some of you may find this intense and uncomfortable. Some of you will struggle more with the releasing parts of your old self, as these have served as protective mechanisms for many years of your life. You may feel raw and exposed as you release these layers of painful armor which have closed you off to life and which have kept you safe and comfortable. You may feel terror as you release these, as you know no different and you do not know if you can be safe without them. You may feel raw, but do not panic and run back to your old ways. Stay open, show up for the assignments and do not run away. The very thing that is helping you crack open right now will make you the most uncomfortable. Do not close off to what makes you uncomfortable. Do not make it wrong and justify why you must leave. Stay. And so right now cracks are appearing in your old armor. Chunks of your old self and old identity are falling away and light is pouring through the cracks now. And it is the light of who you truly are. And although she is who you are, and there is nothing more natural in the world than to be her, you will feel the rawness of this new experience. She will feel tender and soft. She will feel fragile, and she will need your support and patience. She will be like a newborn chick just as their shell comes off. She will be like the weak butterfly as it breaks through the cocoon. She will not have her strength yet, but she will build it quickly through your love and support. So May is when things begin to change. Things do not need to move slowly for some of you, and for some of you, the speed and intensity to which things are moving may feel uncomfortable. You may try to control it, to slow it down, to get it to stop, but we ask that you refrain from such behavior. Trust whatever is unfolding for you right now and see it as perfect. There will be an intensity this month, as many of you may feel this is happening across numerous areas of life all at once. You may feel things crumbling, falling apart, being challenged. Some of these things are falling away because they're dead and they must go. But others, and this point is key, others are just being transformed into a new form, a new, more aligned, higher vibration. They are transmuting to be in alignment with the new that you are becoming. They are upgrading and upleveling just like you. So while to us this process is the most perfect and natural one of all time, and while to us it seems divine and beautiful and wonderful, to you it may feel like death, it may feel like discomfort and struggle, but only if you resist it. Can you open up, dear one? Can you flow with the intensity? Can you just stay present and take it all one day at a time? Can you soften rather than harden? Can you open rather than close? Stay open to what is making you uncomfortable at the moment. It is the catalyst for your cracking open and your revealing. Who or what is tearing down your walls and barriers at the moment? Who or what is opening your heart? Who or what is forcing you to look at things in new ways? Whoever or whatever this is, do not close. They have been brought to you at this time in perfect divine order to get you to open. They are the key that will open the vault to where your true self is being stored, preserved, laying dormant and waiting. Yes, dear one, your true self. Many of you will begin to feel her and know her this month. This is why this month is one of the most exciting of all this year to us. Many of you will glimpse her, feel her, finally come into connection with her. 
You will feel her essence and her energy begin to awaken in you and move through you. You will feel her stirring within. You will feel an energy that feels so new and so different, but at the same time, feels like the most perfect and right energy and essence that you have ever felt. She is you, my love. All of these years, you have thought that you were being who you truly are, but you have not been. And suddenly, you will see. People will be mirrors for you this month, and do not run from the mirror. Do not close off to what you do not want to see. Be humble. Breathe. Open your heart. Be willing to see what you don't want to see. Be willing to face what you don't want to face. So my loves, that is my episode for you. That is all I felt inspired and moved to share. And I know there's a lot in there. So I hope you have found so much value in what I wanted to cover with you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode today. Thank you for your patience with the pace at which episodes are being released at the moment. I I do feel that everything will start to pick up in the second half of the year now that I've really gone through a lot of the shifts that I needed to go through. But I do just want to say thank you for being such a loyal supporter of me and my work and the show. It honestly means so much to me and I love that I have this platform to come on here and share things with you when I really feel inspired to and I love that there's so many of you that make the time to tune in and listen to what I have to say. So if you enjoyed this episode and you want to dive deeper with me into a lot of what I've covered today, first of all, come along to my free training. Just register online at conniechapman.com slash free training. You'll be emailed all of the details. And if you can't attend live, you'll still be emailed the replay and recording. Go on over and find out more about Divine Femme. The information page is up there as well. You can go and read about it, see if it resonates with you. That is up at ConnieChapman.com slash Divine Femme. Enrollments will be opening up on Thursday for that course. And as I said, there will be an early bird discount for the first couple of days. So if you want to be a part of this over the coming months with me, I would absolutely love to share that with you. I hope that today you've been able to feel the immense passion I have for this conversation at the moment and for the work I want to be doing both within myself and for women. If you loved this episode and you feel that someone you know will gain value from it, please do send it along to them, forward it onto them, share it on Instagram so that the people who are in your community know about it. If you love Awaken Radio and you want to support this show and support what I'm doing and help this show reach more people, first of all, be sure that you're subscribed so that you never miss an episode and go on over to iTunes or your podcast app and give the show a five-star rating. That will really help uh, the show reach more people. And if you feel it in your heart, you can also write me a written review and give me some beautiful feedback because I always read everything that people write and share about the podcast. So thank you for your ongoing support. Thank you for being here and being a part of my community. I am so excited about what is going to start to unfold from this space and how this is going to materialize over the coming months. So thank you again for being tuned into this week's episode of Awaken Radio. And I look forward to talking to you again next time.